The following show is for informational purposes only. Individual situations may vary, and the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos. Here we are at the beginning of the year of 2018, and our guest this morning is John Henry, President of OBS Financial Services. John, always a pleasure to speak with you. Welcome to the show. Frank, it's always a pleasure to be on the show, and thanks very much for having me here today. You know, John, it's interesting, as you and I do our programs throughout the course of a year, but I know we always do one early in the year, and it oftentimes starts out when we are talking about market volatility. You know, I looked at my notes back in uh, 2016, and, you know, when we were starting there, we had some market volatility going on. And of recent that I've seen this week, you know, we've seen a little volatility. You know, um, here we are, and this is the 2nd of February, and we had volatility earlier in the week, a couple days, a couple down days. And here we are on a Friday when we're doing our program, and it looked like we were having a volatile day. And so when you're seeing this and, you know, people start to wonder, geez, is the market at the top or where is it? What, what are your thoughts and what should people be thinking at this point? You know, Frank, a couple things, you know, this market volatility, it's a, it's a natural reaction for somebody to be concerned, you know, to, to worry about market volatility in the markets, obviously it's their nest egg, and that, that's behavioral finance. But I think in times like this, when we see this kind of market volatility, there's some very, very important things. Number one is that you have an investment philosophy, and you have a game plan, and you have goals. The market's going to do what the market does. And the market goes up and it goes down and the media wants to scare us and we have all these things that, that are inputs into us and that. But the thing is to be on your own track and try to block all those things out and say, here are my goals, here are my objectives, here's my plan, and here's my investment philosophy. So focus on things you can control. Don't focus on things you can't control. And we can't control what the market's going to do, but if we have that investment philosophy and we have that plan, then we're going to end up where, where we want to be, and it, it can take this nervousness out of these volatile markets. And again, as I've talked about on the show in the past, this is an important part of the advisor in a client's life, is that advisor talking through these things, talking through these things, making sure that they have the right plan, making sure they understand their investment philosophy. And that takes a lot out of this market volatility and a lot of the hype that the media puts into it. So that's what I think about on days like this. And this is the day the advisor is really important in that client's life and that's the plan great, they put in place for them. That's a great perspective. You know, it's interesting is, you know, because, you know, when we look back on 2017 and it was, you know, a fairly good year for, you know, many of the markets that we hear about on the headlines. And yet, you know, I know when people look sometimes at their statements and they'll go, geez, you know, I got bonds here and they're short term and they didn't make much money last year and maybe I should be more aggressive or whatever. And it's interesting because oftentimes people forget that, you know, the market's just it's just not a run up. The reason why we have diversified portfolios is so that we own different asset classes that respond differently to different times. 
And so, John, maybe you could just take a moment on that and just, you know, maybe give the highlights of, you know, when you're managing portfolios for clients and so forth, um, what are your thoughts with regard to, you know, having all of the different asset classes that we have and maybe take a moment just on, you know, the term of correlation, why things move together and why things sometimes move in opposite direction. And that's one of the key components to building a great portfolio. That's absolutely right, Frank. And diversification is we build a portfolio and deliver those portfolios out to your clients. Diversification is a complete underpinning of it. And, you know, we all have these situations where somebody looks at, the, at their statement at the end of the year and say, I've got this portfolio with 14 asset classes and bonds and equities and emerging markets and international, and I'm all in this stuff, and if I had just been in the S&P 500, I would have done X. Well, you know, hindsight's 2020, and and as, as you know, Frank, some years the S&P 500 performs very well. Other years it underperforms, uh, you know, everything else. So the idea of, of a diversified portfolio is finding these asset classes that are not strongly correlated. So markets, you know, the domestic markets here in the U.S. could be up tremendously, uh, and they may not be in the international markets, and the same could happen next year that the international markets. We don't know what asset class is always going to be the top performer, but if we build a portfolio that goes across those asset classes, provides the client exposure, that diversification is going to get a portfolio that consistently performs versus a portfolio that's up dramatically one year, down dramatically, where you have a concentration of risk. So we're trying to spread that risk out through non-correlated assets. Um, and, and that's a very, very big underpinning. Markowitz won the Nobel Prize in economics for his study on modern portfolio theory, and a lot of that has to do with, obviously, diversification. Thank you. And, you know, the reason why, you know, it's important in, you know, times, you know, when you had a great market or times when you get some volatility to always get regrounded in, you know, what is my actual risk tolerance? You know, it's one of those when the yeah. market's going up, everybody's risk tolerance is high. You know, I'm in, I want to be all in. But when we get a little bit of volatility, that's when we start second guessing ourselves. And the reality is, is we can't time the market. You know, uh, that human nature that we have is when things are going up, you know, that uh, gambling instinct or whatever, we were like, yeah, I should put in more and more and more and be more and more risk. And we actually emotionally are doing the opposite of what we should be doing. And so yeah. you know, that's why that's, I bring that up. You're absolutely right. And when I talk about timing the market, when people talk about timing the market, remember you've always got to guess right twice. So if you remember back in 2008, you'd hear people saying, hey, I was out of the market at the top of the market. Well, those same people never got back into the market and missed one of the greatest bull run-ups of all time. So you got to guess when you're getting out, and you got to guess when you're getting back in or vice versa. Nobody does it. And so the better approach is a diversified model that you have an investment philosophy that you believe in with your advisor and stay in the market and meet your goals through that. Perfect. And when people are thinking about that you know the point that i always like to make is sometimes it gets a little bit misleading when we look at the world in terms of percentages so what will happen is mm -hmm. people will go oh yeah i can 
I'm comfortable with a five or a 10 or 20% if there was a correction in the market. But when you actually translate that into dollars, which is, you know, if you've got your statement and it said $200,000 and all of a sudden the market went down 10% and you, you were like, or my portfolio is down 10% and I said, oh, I'm down 20,000, that's a lot. And it's like, once you put it to dollars and cents, sometimes it makes you realize that, are you really in the right risk profile for who you are? And then the last thing I always like to talk about is what's your time horizon? Because sometimes people are saving for retirement and perhaps they're 50 or 55 and they might look at a 10 or a 15 year time horizon. But the reality is, is that they invest through retirement. So many portfolios are really geared for 30 or 40 years, which are life expectancies. So yep. John, the reason why I bring that up is most portfolios that you've worked with for our clients over the years, I think every one of them that we've ever put a client in has some level of equities. And maybe you can just explain the reason why staying in the equity market is important for the long term <laughs> and why you need to just have an allocation that you can live with in up and down markets. Yeah, it, it, it's um, what you just said. I mean, most people don't realize that even when you retire, you're going to, and especially now with mortality rates the way they are, you know, you will live another 20, 30, even, even 35 years. And what equities provide you is is a ret an appreciation on your return. Your fixed income is going to provide you yield and income, but your equities are going to provide you appreciation. And why do you need that? Well, you've got inflation um, out there, and so the ability in the equity markets to have that, that growth of capital in there to grow the portfolio is very, very important to maintain your buying power over the long period of time. So I don't think anybody, you know, really in an average portfolio, you know, really ever should be out of the equity markets unless you're extraordinarily wealthy and, you know, can generate just income or yield off that because that diversification is going to provide you appreciation. And the reality is the over long periods of time, and we're talking long periods of time, we know the equity markets are going to outperform, you know, other, you know, options come in the, in the bond market. So I think it's very, very important to understand that and also understand, as you're saying, that the day you retire is not the end of your portfolio as you know it. You do need to level set your, your suitability and your risk tolerance, but you're going to need to have that portfolio continue to grow and maintain your standard of living post-retirement. That's a great insight. So for all of our listeners, we wanted to give you just a little bit of an update, you know, as we're in the beginning of the year and we come out with our monthly calls. But in light of the fact that, you know, we saw some volatility this week, I just thought it would have been appropriate to have this conversation so that people understand that, you know, we can't tell you where the next 10% or 20% are going to be, whether they're going to be up or they're going to be down. And, you know, ultimately they're both. But we know where the next 100% is, which is, you know, we're not going to zero, you know, over time. We know where your best opportunities are over the long period of time, which is really the key to having a well-diversified portfolio and why most of the portfolios that we see and we have clients with are allocated among all the asset classes with the understanding that we don't put all our eggs in one basket, and that's the way we get the diversification. And I appreciate John Henry for sharing that with us today. John, thank you so much for your time today thank for you, your Frank. insights. And for all of our listeners, we wish you a happy new year. 
and we'll be looking to catch up with you in the next few weeks on our next show. Thank you and have a great week. Advisors of the Institute of Responsible Wealth may be licensed for investment in insurance products. The Institute of Responsible Wealth is an educational division of CNA Financial Group. CNA Financial Group and its advisors are an agency or an agent of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Park Avenue Securities is an indirect, wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. The Institute of Responsible Wealth and CNA Financial Group are not affiliates or subsidiaries of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian.